Hi there, my name is C. I'm D, and you're listening to. Swinging, swinging down, down under. under. Our journey is a couple through the swinging lifestyle. Are you into open relationships? Or exploring new things in life? This is our podcast. Join in. Experiences. Both good and bad. <laughs> reviews and events. And more here Swinging Down Under. Come on. Join us. This is C. And this is D. And this is Swinging Down Under. Thank you for joining us. I'm not going to say for a, a new podcast. Here's a new episode. Here's a new episode. Apparently I've been doing that for the last three or four times. Uh, nobody's been hearing it though. Haven't they? No, because I cut it out. Oh, do you? Yeah, every time. Oh. It's not the last four. Okay. We've, we're, I think we're up to 34 now, so it's like the last 30. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Um, we're going to talk <laughs> on about... On this new episode. <laughs> on this new episode. <laughs> hey, it's new. Hey, guess what? <laughs> what? It's new. Really? Yep. Cool. We're going to chat about um, three things tonight, and we're going to talk about some sex drive items and um, I'm going to share a little bit about me and, and us and some personal details and I, I hope that you guys can really relate to that and, and um, we'll see you know send us send us some some emails about it as well um, then we're going to chat about a recent date that restored our faith in the lifestyle yeah and then we're going to chat about some recent and upcoming parties yes so that's us that's uh yeah that's so there's quite a bit to cover there actually there is yeah so brace yourself, peeps. We're going to be smacking through this shit fairly quickly. <laughs> no, that's not true. No, it's not true. We will take our normal. We go pace. over time as ways, actually. Yeah. Well, that's why, and that's why I cut out. You know, the bits at the beginning where you talk about the the new podcast. Hmm. Hmm. Gives yeah. us more time. It does. <laughs> Seconds of valuable time. Um. So sex drive. Um. Dee put up a Twitter post recently. Um. About. Sex drive, um, which kind of will will kick off our conversation. I don't know, Dee, if you want to talk about it. I did. I did a Twitter poll. Now, I was curious. I've always been curious about the sex drive in Swingerville. And let's be honest, I think the majority of people who follow us on Twitter are swingers or invested in the, sw- in the lifestyle in some way. In some way. And yeah. I, I think, yeah, it's important to note here, I guess, the perception of people in the lifestyle, like if you were to talk to your vanilla friends, would you think that they would assume that the people in the lifestyle are just well, you know, sex crazed maniacs having sex every given every given, hour every day? Uh, in Australia, just recently, they were invited to a sex addicts um, uh, TV presentation. Shout out there to our friends from our secret spot because uh, I think they represented us well. That's a bit of a side note. Um, Thank you very much, the law and baby doll. You guys oh, very uh, articulately v- representing did a, did a fantastic job of representing swim, swingerdom uh, globally during that particular event. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the perception the perception is there though. Wouldn't you yeah. agree? Well, again, yeah. I mean, for swingers to be brought in under the sex addicts um, catchphrase of of a you know a, a, a TV national series. TV show, I think yes. Without any shadow of a doubt. Hmm. Okay. Carry so, on. And I think in in a lot of instances that simply isn't the case. I mean, certainly some of the people we've gotten to know quite well, we've realized that it isn't the case. And, and in fact, the poll that I did really shows that that's the case. You know, I asked how often you're having sex outside of swinging. And the reason I added that caveat is because 
if you include swinging, I think most of us, well, maybe not us at the moment, but <laughs> most most swingers are having sex quite a lot on weekends. Mm-hmm. Right, Friday, Saturday night, possibly Sunday, even during the day, um, people are catching up and having sex with other people. So I thought I'd ask it, removing that swing it. So in other words, within your own relationship. Yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, within your own um, yeah, couple relationship because we have to pull aside here um, anyone who's in a polyamorous relationship because it's a different... Really getting really yeah, down to the nitty-gritty there. But anyway, so we ended up with more than once a day was 7%. Daily was 9%. The overwhelming uh, chunk was in a few times a week, and which was 51%. And the there was 33% remaining in weekly or longer. Um, I think we had... 105-ish votes for that. So it's a it's a reasonable cross-section, I so, think. So over... So 100... Call it over 100 votes. And 51% of those people said... A few times a week. A few times a week. And yeah. 33% said more than weekly. More than weekly, yeah. Okay. Once a week or longer. Right. Yeah. In, in their general everyday um, relationship. Which actually is pretty close to representing just general vanilla people. Well... Slightly higher in some categories, like yeah. in terms of the... I don't know you can make that assumption. That's a pretty pretty broad... Um, I read Cosmo. I know. Oh, fucking Cosmo. Yeah, you're right. Cosmo knows. <laughs> if no, if actually, you read it in Cosmo... No, though, but that's about, that's, about, that's about it. I mean, if you... It's the three or more times... Three times a week or so... Yeah is higher than, than a normal vanilla couple slightly. But okay. otherwise, it's pretty... I'm going to have to take your work, pretty, word on that because I don't read Cosmo. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty normal, though. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, normal. Define normal. That's, that's a, again, a big paintbrush there that you're dragging across. I don't, think it, I don't think anything's normal. I think if there's one thing we have learned from being in this lifestyle is that normal is not normal. An average is not. An average is not average. Mm. It can be whatever people, couples, individuals want it to be. But yes, so that was a, I think, well, I was quite, I wasn't surprised by these results. And I don't think you were either. There were a few people that sent us a message saying that they felt better about it because I think sex drive and performance anxiety or performance issues and, and all of that, I think that there's it's quite a stigma against it, but it also is quite a stressful thing to people in general and possibly to a relationship. And we had a few people message us saying, wow, actually I'm, I'm, I'm part of the majority, whereas here I was thinking that I was not putting out as much as I should be um, or maybe we're not connecting as much as we should be and there is something wrong with us or me. And um, and so a few people commented that they they found some insight into those results. Yeah, and there were certainly some comments from males and females. It wasn't just one sex. No, absolutely. Yeah, it was yeah. really varied. Yeah. Um, but the reason we we actually wanted to share the sex drive topic, and and I wanted to share it in particular, and I guess the reason that D actually put the poll up. No. No, just because you were interested. Yeah. Because you're a dirty pervert. Yeah, pretty okay. much. Um, it's because uh, D and I have. Um, Varying, we have a very different sex drive, just generally. Mm-hmm. Um, when things are running smoothly and everything's happy, happy days, we have a a different sex drive um, to each other. Yours is much higher than mine. Agreed. Um, but at the moment, or recently, and and 
you know, probably, I guess, getting worse since we've been in Singapore is, is my sex drive has decreased mm. more than it, more than normal. Yes. And, um, more than normal. Well, yeah, more than my normal. Yeah. Yeah. So my sex drive has, has decreased and it, it's becoming, it has been quite a stressful thing, to, to, a topic for me personally, as well as for us, because in my mind, um, I know my sex drive has decreased. I'm tr- doing my best to try and turn that around, but it then becomes a stressful incident in itself when you think about it more. And the more you get stressed, the less your sex drive. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. The less you want to have sex, the less you feel you don't feel sexy, and then yep. it's like forced, and then, you know, it just, it's a terrible spiral. Forced is a strong word. Let's um, let's try and steer clear of that one. <laughs> well, for, for myself, you know. It's yeah. just for, for, you know, inner, inner feelings. You're trying to say to yourself, come on, you know, just... Not fake it till you make it, but just, you know, like... Step up. Step up a little bit. Like, make yourself... It's kind of like if you don't feel like you're confident and then you're just like, come on, you know, stand up straight, chest out, you know, act confident. It's kind of the same thing. Like, put on some sexy lingerie, put on some sexy music, have a glass of wine if you need to, get yourself in the mood. That's what I mean when I talk about, like, force it. Yeah, okay. Okay. And um, so we've we've noticed that I've noticed it, and as we as I just said, it's a bit of a spiral. The more I notice it, the more I think about it. I think about it now daily, <laughs> and then of course it gets worse and worse. That's what's been going on. Um, so well, from your perspective, I mean, you've well, noticed I, I, it. So yeah, of course I've noticed it, but I, I, I'm not sure I can add a lot to this because it's it's well. How does okay? How does it make you feel? Well, I mean, it, it, it's got its challenges, right? Because you. Uh, immediately any intimacy, and I mean non-sexual intimacy, can be misconstrued as me trying to get sexual, right? So what that does, again, for 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 me, I start thinking, well, does that mean that every time I touch your back in bed that you're thinking I'm trying to shag you? And if that is, you know, I start thinking about that in my head, and what that does is stops me from being as intimate probably as I have been so it um, stops you from touching me, which then which reinforces, reinforces my behavior your, yeah, of I feeling mean, not yeah, sexy. Well, uh, welcome to the human tribe. <laughs> I mean, we're a, we're a messy puddle of genetics and, and cells all trying to generally make their way in the same direction. But, you know, we, we I think for, for me, that's probably the biggest thing is that I don't, you know, you use the word force. And the reason my reaction to that was as visceral as it was is because I don't ever want you to feel forced whether that be in the lifestyle or out of the lifestyle mm-hmm. i mean they that still fits into a similar category for me then why do you keep forcing me to go on roller coasters and and do things that scare uh, the hell out of you me? know well there's a difference there i think well maybe but i feel like i'm going to use it against you the next time you try to get me to jump out of a plane i'm going to be like well hey so question of the roller coasters that you've been on with me mm-hmm. which ones did you hate well there was a time that i like Kicked that lady in the shin. <clears throat> sorry, 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 sorry. You missed my. You missed I was my terrified. Question. It was. It was the and worst thing ever. After you finished it, it was. I was apologetic to the lady. Yeah, of course. But did you think that it was freaking awesome? No, liar. By the way, that was the Harry Potter roller coaster in uh, <laughs> Daytona. Um, no, but I mean, okay. So you've spoken about the way that it makes you feel, the way that you know you then, I guess, um, alter yeah. your physical side mm. but mentally how does it make you feel does it make you feel well, uh, unwanted does it well, make yeah, you, you feel beca- i mean that's that's the downward spiral isn't it you, because you you don't want to touch somebody and make them feel awkward so because of that 
because of that, they're not touching you as much because you're not touching them. Um, add to that the Singaporean heat, which means we can't hold hands anywhere because you just your hands spontaneously combust into a ball of lava. Well, yeah, sweaty lava. Puddle, puddle of puddle lava. Puddle of lava. <laughs> a puddle of sweaty lava. Um, so there, there's, a, I think there's a few things that have stacked up against us here in, in Sing. Um, the, you know, the, everything changes when you move. There's a whole lot of hormonal changes along that that come with that. So for me, it's more. Well, I. I I don't know. I just don't want to let the team down somehow. That's probably the best way to put it. I, I, I want to be intimate enough to make you feel that you're loved because I love you with all of my heart. But I don't want to overdo that to the point where you then feel forced to do something that you're not really wanting to do. You know, we've all I've been through lower sex drive cycles as well. You know, I mean, since we've been together. Mm-hmm. It just happens that my sex drive num- sex drive is higher than yours, mm. whatever that percentage is. You know, if you've got a hundred percent, then I probably sit, sit at seventy percent, and you probably sit at generally sort of fifty yeah. percent. I'm going to say when I drop, I might You're drop just to fifty percent or or forty five percent, but still in the range where you're more than satisfied. Yeah. Whereas when you drop, it can sometimes change to the point where I then start being dissatisfied as well and how do i deal with that i mean you you can't we we certainly discuss it oh yeah just for everybody i guess i'm just listening we've discussed this at nauseam i mean we're in the lifestyle we talk about everything it's don't get me wrong it's it can be an unpleasant conversation it can lead to both people feeling generally a bit shitty um (laughs) not shitty at each other but just shit in general just feeling in each other you feel a bit like you know, just less, I guess. Yeah. Um, we could feel less. So everything we're saying here is not, you know, it's pretty open. This is so, this is not new ground. So I have two two questions for you, though. Uh-oh. And you're, you're honest, honesty oh, is absolute here. So do you, um, do you feel not anger towards me, but do you feel a bit aggravated about my lack of sex drive? Has that made you feel... Like I'm letting you down, or like only when? Okay, so th- this is a this is quite a simple answer for me. Only when you know we'll have a sexy conversation when you're at work or something, and you might actually step, you might actually say, I you know I can't wait to get home and shag you, and then you come home and don't. When there's a when there's a I don't know, I'll use the word promise because I can't think of anything else. It's not really a promise when there's a discussion had, and then you almost make reference to the fact that it's going to happen and then it doesn't. It puts me in an awkward spot because I'm I'm now thinking, well, is this is it not happening because I'm not instigating it as well? Mm-hmm. So I, that that's the only time I generally I genuinely get upset about it because I'm then confused. So what's changed between when you're away to when you get home versus um, have I done something wrong? In you know not instigating or have I done something legitimately wrong that's upset you between then and then so that's that's my that'd be the only time that it's ever upset me okay and question two is us being in the lifestyle and potentially having sex with other people on the weekend particularly other males or if I'm performing for other people how does that affect you well I mean it, it can it can make you wonder and and we've discussed this as well do 
if we're not having sex during at all during the week, and then we have you have sex with another man on the weekends, are we then just having sex with with other people, and not with each other? So does that mean our intimacy drops because we're not um, keeping that flame alive ourselves, mm-hmm. right? I think you know, and the other thing is we're pushing quite hard here in Singapore to find new people and stuff, which means that we are which inter- is inter- exhausting. Yeah, we're, we're going to cover that a little later, but. It means um, we are interacting with a lot more people and potentially um, having sex with pe- with people, new people. You know, does it does it that then look to me? Well, is it the new that you crave versus the old being me? You know, the, welcome again, welcome to humanity. I think you know, there's there's a lot of back end to this that isn't coverable. Even in the time we're going to co- we're going to talk about here, there's a lot oh, of other, yeah. there's a lot of inputs into this um, this scenario that have gotten to, gotten us to where we are now. Um, which I will share. Um, this is quite a personal situation, a personal subject, definitely. Um, but the reason I want to share this, and, and Dee just triple checked with me before we started recording, was because it is. You know, a pretty big thing to put out there in the world. No, and, it's certainly soft underbelly. There's no doubt about and, that. And, you know, but some people might be afraid to talk about it. But what I wanted to share was that it is not taboo. Like any um, anything that you could possibly want to talk to anyone about, it's not a taboo subject. And if you can't talk about it with your friends, with your partner, um, you know, if you feel like that's not enough and you can't really get to the bottom of it, Seek professional help. Yeah. Have a chat to somebody. You know, I, I, uh, and and C's going to get to this, but um, his in my history, I've um, had some emotional ups and downs as well. And one of the things, one of the things I took away from spending some time with other people is that we're taught as children how to deal with, um, you know, at school, how to deal with numbers, how to deal with business as we grow up, you know, different things. There's there's training subjects for all of this, but there is no training to deal with your emotions. That, that purely comes from your parents. And if your parents are emotionally inept, then you're also at, in a back, on a back foot position because you don't have the knowledge of what a functional, emotional, emotionally intelligent relationship looks like. Mm. And I think, with yourself as well. Exactly, with yourself, which is why I think that the, the world of business has just stumbled across emotional intelligence. It's one of the, well, not stumbled recently, but over the last five years has become this catch cry. You know, it's the thing that everybody wants is the emotional intelligence. Yeah, because that then should help you sell more. It should help you interact with your clients is, more, your stakeholders, yeah, whatever. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, so that's why I wanted to share it. It, it, is, it is not taboo and we shouldn't be afraid to talk about this. So... Um, If you look up, you know, why is my sex drive lacking, sex drive lowered in women, if you look up all of this stuff on the internet, you are going to find a lot of information and you may attempt to self-diagnose. Now, you will also find a lot of shit that links back to female Viagra, which is just an absolute Oh, I've tried it. It doesn't work. Um, (laughs) So I I stumbled upon this thing that is um, hypoactive sexual desire disorder, HSDD. It's a sexual dysfunction that apparently happens in one-third of women aged between 18 to 59 years old. And the interesting thing was that they referenced the fact that uh, a male um, sexual dysfunction is just generally to do with the physical. Erectile, yeah. 
Whereas, um, well, whereas women, it's a mental and physical thing. Now, I read that on the internet. At first I was like, yeah. And then I thought, wait a second, that's really giving men quite a, um, quite a it, it, dysfunction in itself because if you have erectile dysfunction, it's not always just physical. A lot of the time it can stem from mental. Yeah. You know, uh, mental. Are we referring to the Jay incident? Inputs or outputs that. (laughs) Sorry, Jay. Cause that. Love you, big fella. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so I just wanted to share that. So, you know, sometimes it's also best not to self diagnose. It's probably best to actually chat to somebody about it. I think 100% of the time it's best not to self diagnose. (laughs) I've had Ebola so many times I can't tell you. Just Ebola? I thought you were pregnant once. Yeah, I I was. (laughs) I still am. I'm still working on. I'm still working on the six pack, babe. Don't worry. I was going to say that's. (laughs) um, Yeah. So what? I actually went to see a lady here in Singapore, and she is. um, She's among other things. She's a sex therapist. She's a hypnotist. um, Hypnotherapist. Hypnotherapist, rather. Sorry, hypnotist. (laughs) (laughs) Very big difference. She's not going to make you quack like a duck. Rabbits out of hats. Um, hypnotherapist. That's a magician. You, you're totally off track now. But sometimes they can hypnotize, no. can't they? Nah. Damn it. I do. Damn it. It's a hypnotist. I've got my freak shows up upside down. <laughs> oh, there's nothing freaky about being a magician. I had a magician's kit. You calling me a freak? Yes. That's not fair. Often. Well, yeah. I mean, when you're in the room and outside <laughs> of the room. Well, okay. Moving on. Okay. Um, so I went to I'll see. Put away my card tricks. <laughs> but she, she's basically a psychologist, and um, I wanted to catch up with her because she's written a lot of articles, um, newspaper articles as well as blogs, and is quite um, published on um, sex drive, as a matter of fact. And um, something interesting. We, we spoke a lot about you know the move from Sydney to Singapore. We spoke a lot about um, work pressure, home pressure, financial pressure, basically all of the things that are inputted in me to to potentially increase my stress levels. And something that she shared, which I, I wanted to share with you all, is that the sex dr- lowering of a sex drive or sex drive um, you know function issues is a symptom of a problem and not its own problem. So what that basically... Sorry, my stunned silence was like that for a reason. What it basically means is that I went to see her to say, can you please help me with my sex drive? Or why is my sex drive low? And she basically said, well, it's not your sex drive that's the problem. It's all of these other things, these four major critical things that are going on in your life that are causing your sex drive to lower. So that's what she said. It's not a a problem in itself. Primarily... Though the, those four things uh, all involve increase in stress, stress levels. Yes, which then decreases sex, sex drive. drive. And also decreases willpower. Motivation. And motivation. And there's a whole lot of other increases things. Increases alcohol can, intake. Uh, uh, self-medication, that would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, you know, I, I went to see this lady. I'm probably going to go back to see her again. Um, you know, she gave me some interesting insight into what's probably been happening. Foot. You will be going I am going to go back to see get You don't get through all of the topics that you need to get through in one conversation. No, not at all. Um, and but, but I thought it was interesting and it's something to for me to go away and, and think a little bit more about what's causing what the actual causes is, and it's not the, the sex drive side of it. So um, that's what I want to share. Anything you want to bring up? Um, no. Well, I mean, one one thing, I suppose, is that I was told very young by, a, I don't know, some male influence in my life that um, women need a reason and men need a place for sex. 
you know, and I think that still holds, and that's always the case. Um, you know, the reason that Viagra, Cialis, all those products out there tend to help men is because even if they are having mental concerns, they can still use them to overcome that. There is nothing to do that for women who are very cerebral creatures. As, in, as a broad brush stroke, I know I'm going to get beaten up by some of the women out there who can um, read a map, for example. Uh, women are very cerebral. So mm. unless they're in the mood, then they're not in the mood. Whereas men, provided you've got an erect penis, you're considered to be in the mood. Mm. And, that, I mean, and I think whether that's you a, are or not. That's right. That's a bit of a failure on us and on society. Because... Well, I mean, look, this is, yeah, th- again, welcome to humanity. There's, society's been programmed over centuries by religions and, and you know, uh, all sorts of things to really drive home things that possibly aren't the 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 norm of what humans were originally evolved into. Hmm. Yeah, that was very deep. That was, well, that was a pretty, pretty big topic. So I don't know if you, mm. if you've got any thoughts on it, send us an email, um, connect with us if it's happened to you or if you're interested in talking to me more about it, I'm happy to share with you all. Yeah, absolutely. But the upside is, is that uh, you also fit into the, um, the larger percentage of, of people in this survey. Mm-hmm. So it's. You know, even though... So I'm actually not... So, uh, good point. I didn't mention that. Um, I put a lot of pressure on myself as well yeah. um, in all aspects of my life, and this is one of those things. Now, I personally see it as a failure if I believe I'm not putting out, quote, quote, putting out um, as often as I, again, quote, believe I should be. What am I, you know... Yeah. Sorry, that's... And, and your belief in what you should be doing sometimes is skewed by... Uh, the influences that are in your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So okay. check, check. Yeah. Um, and incidentally, I also fit into the. I, I would, you know, I'd certainly fit into a higher level of of um, percentage than you, but I still fit into that. Um, I've I have had the. I don't know whether I'd call it a privilege, the um, experience the experience of. Being with a diagnosed nymphomaniac, mm-hmm. she was diagnosed after our relationship was finished, um, many years after. Um, in fact, had quite a significant um, chemical imbalance, which is now being medicated. She used to want to have sex seven or eight times a day, right? And uh, you know that I was eighteen at the time, mm-hmm. and, and you know I thought I'd found the, the goose that lays the golden egg. Can I tell you after a couple of weeks? Yeah, that it, when when the skin starts wearing, literally wearing off. When your you can't penis, watch an entire movie. We, yeah, when you can't, when you can't when you fall asleep and when you're trying to cook an, dinner, wake up an hour later and she's still riding you. <laughs> um, it's not as much fun as it sounds. I mean, uh, yeah. So, and and for anyone out there who suffers from that from that particular disorder, you know. I know there's there's um, uh, there's people to speak to about that as well, but I, I don't I don't think that um, being at the absolute top end or the absolute bottom end of any um, of any function is a good thing. Mm. Yep. Yeah. So let's get on to something a little bit more fun. Okay. What do you think? Okay, let's do it. Um, 
can I thank you first for exposing your soft underbelly to all of our <laughs> friends? Thank you. It's um, one that takes a lot of courage and I'm very proud of you for doing it. Oh, thank you, sweetie. So, the date that restored our faith in the lifestyle, style, style, style. Particularly style. mine. Style, style, style. <laughs> Particularly mine. See what happened? It just crossed over I to know. my mic. I know. That's how big the echo was. It was amazing. Because you know why? why? Our condo is so amazingly massive. Yeah. We need a scooter to get from one end to the other. Yeah. It's a very small scooter. Well, we get the scooter to take the train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. (laughs) Two stations from one end to the other. (laughs) Actually, no, it's not true. Right now I'm touching both sides of our house with my hands. (laughs) (laughs) So the date that restored some faith in the lifestyle, we've had a, a pretty dry patch since we've been in Singapore in terms of we've had some sexual experience, but the problem is is that most of those people tend to be quite transient. Can can I, though, just precursor this situation? Go nuts. You said we've had a rough patch or we've had a dry spell or yep. if whatever. I think what we have uncovered is a very, very different Style method of swinging. Style of swinging. That is different from ours um, or our uh, the one, the kind that we like to live, I guess. So... There are a lot of swingers in Singapore and the surrounding countries. In, uh, in Asia Pacific in, in Asia general. Pacific. Yeah. They swing very differently to what we like to do. And so that in itself is has been a challenge. Yeah. For example, they'll stipulate a time of arrival and then they'll stipulate a time that the place of, starts. Of having sex. Yeah. Hmm. But only the women need to dress down. The men, for some reason, do not need to no. dress at all. Women, women to wear sexy lingerie, but heaven forbid the men should look good. Yeah. Well, Sorry, I mean, that yeah. was a random rant. Yeah. Anyway, the the couple that restored <laughs> our faith, our faith in uh, in the world of swinging, certainly mine, um, because I was starting to struggle here as well. Well, I was starting to struggle a lot more than you were, because I organise all this shit, and then when it all goes tits up, I'm the one who has to like deal with the the pieces of it by either saying to somebody we're not interested because of this, that, and the other. Or deal with the um, the the issues that arise after that in our relationship. Because oh no, if they've just ghosted us too, yeah, like no, if you no, spent I mean. if you spent you know a lot of effort and time finding these people, chatting, arranging dates, and then they ghost or they don't, they can't be bothered or whatever. It's frustrating for you because it's just wasted time. Yeah. So um, we went out with a couple. It's yep. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Canadian couple. I was I was going to call them the Canucks. The Canucks. Yeah. Okay. Why not, Mister and Missus Canuck? Okay, sure. Sounds as Canadian as it can get. Uh, does it? You don't even know what a Canuck is. I have do no you? idea what no. a Canuck is. <laughs> I'll let you research that later. Okay, you'll have right. to trust me on this. All right. You could call them the Maple Leafs if you like. It's about as Canuck as the Canucks. Yeah, let's call them the Maples. No, that's maple. Stupid. Maple is no, delicious. The no, maple syrup is delicious. Maple syrup is delicious. Yeah. Oh, they're delicious. I That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, okay, Come gotcha. on. Yeah, okay. Actually, just the syrups. <laughs> oh, my God. We've just... Because I want to lick them. We have trembled so far downhill. Tumbled. <clears throat> Maybe trembled a little as well. Anyway, we went to a... Uh, we caught up. We saw, met these guys on field, I think. Ooh, I think SDC. It, oh, okay. Field or SDC. It was one of them. <laughs> okay, one of them. Um, 
We uh, they invited us out to a bar which they chose. They chose, which was nice because I think it's the first couple we've had here which actually has put forward a location, which has to. been um, intrigued and interested yeah. and engaged enough yeah. to actually put forward a, a recommendation for a location. Yes. So we went to a really nice bar. We went to a nice bar. It was a really fucking nice bar. And that's one of the perks of the other people doing the inviting as well. Is you never go you never go where you don't know. Yeah. yeah so, so good no. good great bar choice. Good bar I liked choice. it. At first I was a bit unsure because of the seating arrangements, like the big leather couches like against the wall, but it's actually it's the dim lights and the waiters are all kind of wearing yeah, think, black tie. Yeah, and and serving off a silver platter. You yeah. know, it all sounds it sounds very expensive, but in fact it wasn't that bad for Singaporean prices. Well, that's what I was about to say. It's not that bad because we're now a year in and we're used to living used to here. Living in and that in itself is terrifying. Paying forty dollars for a cocktail. Um but yeah, so nice bar, good choice. Yeah, absolutely. They uh, when they arrived, um they were both uh, very attractive. Both very attractive. Very attractive, yeah. Um, well presented, yeah. Um, confident, yeah. friendly smiles. Yeah, absolutely. We only had a limited time because they uh, have, had a babysitter. Uh, yeah, they had a babysitter. They have had a child not, not too long ago. Mm-hmm. So um, we only had a limited time to chat and catch up, but I think we had about four and a half hours with them from memory. Which yeah. was... I think three or so, but the they did also, I believe, off the top of my head, they also said to us, um, you know, we meet and chat on the first date and, and yeah, that's it. Yeah, they actually said, before we got to it, they said, yeah. we're not, we don't. We don't first play. Yeah, we don't play on the first date, which yeah. was a nice change as well mm-hmm. for us um, because there's a lot of people here, because it's so transient, they're very much focused on playing first date. Yeah. So... Um, they were interesting, intelligent, cool jobs. Very cool jobs. Very cool jobs. Um, Bastards. Way cooler than way cooler than ours. Yeah, way cooler than my job for <laughs> no doubt whatsoever. Um, they had very similar interests to us, which was great. Yeah, because we sat there just talking about. I mean, we sat there talking about the lifestyle, then we talk about travel, mm. and then we talk about the lifestyle, and, and then we talk, talk about, about travel, wine, and then we talk about you what know. we've done with you know how, we, how we've trans or how. Our origin story, you know, yeah. how we got into the lifestyle, then we talk about... And then we talk about what we like. Yeah, talk about something else. So it was a very natural conversation um, and they were both intelligent, intellectually stimulating and attractive and also physically mm. attractive. Yeah. Which is um, which is a, a really... Uh, I mean, for our experience here, it's been a year, it's a rare find. It is a very rare find, yeah. yeah. Um, and I guess the... You know, whilst whilst we were chatting to them, the the things that they they started talking about was also they they've been here for a couple of years, mm. and they were swingers when they arrived. Mm. So that also gave us some insight, and we were chatting a little bit about the lifestyle here in Singapore. It gave us an insight into actually what is the reality of the lifestyle in Singapore and in in Asia. Yeah, and they had very similar insights to us. You know, they moved from Canada. Where there were clubs, um, they'd visit the clubs, uh, you know, they'd have house parties, whatever, and then they come here and there's, there's none of that. And so they kind of ran us through the fact that it took them about a year, I believe they said, didn't they say about a year? Yeah, about a year to actually get back into about the... One year to get back into yeah. the lifestyle, back into meeting some people, um, which was interesting because this is our one year. And and they said that the scene here also is very underground, which we know it is yeah. underground. But they said that the very good scene 
that's underground with people who seem to be more sociosexual is actually by invite only. Yeah, it's an under underground yeah. scene. Kind of like... Which they've been invited to. Yeah. But we haven't yet. Not yet. So we need to dig deeper. We need to get there. Yeah. I don't care who we've got to bribe, how many cocks you have to suck. <laughs> we will get <laughs> Yep, yep. I'll take it for the team. <laughs> <laughs> Given the current run we've been having, I will certainly take it for the team. Gun hurt. All right. Yeah. So um, that was our that was that was our catch up. So we've got another date organised with them. Well, we hope so. We've asked okay. them because of the because of the babysitter. We've said I think we booked it a month in advance, and we're like one month in advance. It's already they've already said yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh. I mean, a babysitter a month in advance. I reckon I could organise that and I don't have any babies. Is it weird for us to organise their babysitter for them? <laughs> maybe maybe I can babysit while you're in the bedroom with them and then you can come out and babysit. No, that's just weird. I that's, went weird. That's I crossed a line. You you did. I'm stepping back from the line. So um, next topic. We, we, um, we have an upcoming party, which we'll cover in a second. Mm. But we've also been to a – we went to a party here. In we did Santa. go to a house party. We did. It's starting to – I feel like they're right. About the year mark, we're starting to – we're on, God, four or five platforms here in Singapore with the apps, with the thing. <sighs> That's just for the dating apps. That's, I'm just talking about like SDC, Field, the Adult Hub, that, right? That old That's just our apps. killing me. Then, on top of that, we also talk to people on our phones on five different platforms, methods. Yeah. I'm Text actually, messages, WhatsApp, uh, WeChat, Kick message, um, Twitter, Twitter, uh, the other purple one, Viber. I mean, seriously, and you wonder why we're exhausted. You're exhausted. Yeah, I spend eight hours a day doing this shit. <laughs> You're exhausted. <laughs> you come home and look at inspect my phone. You have a look at have a look at how many chats I have going on my phone. Right I don't want to. There's like forty. Yeah. And I'm trying to keep up. And not only that, we've got some very good friends in Australia as well and in the US that we're trying to keep up with at the same time. I mean... We do tend to reach out more though. What I think, what I think, I think you need to start paying me for organising our... I I mean, I'm nearly a professional swinger. I don't have any crickets. Where are their crickets? I'm not paying you. (laughs) I pay you in presents. My presents. Oh, wow. Okay, so uh, yeah, we went to a recent party. We actually had fun. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of fun. We did have fun. Oh, cool! I forgot. What? You should totally tell my butt plug story. I completely forgot about that. Which butt plug story? The butt plug that I was wearing to the party. The one that started to fall out as you were walking up the um, up the stairs. Up the stairs. Yep. Yeah, that you had to stop in an elevator and <laughs> gently massage back into your butt. <laughs> I was wearing a latexy type dress and a butt plug to the party because we thought it would be just fun, sexy, fun, yeah. and we're interested to see. But walking, obviously, and the, the I just don't think I, you, you, the girl just wasn't seated all the way home because uh, okay. that ain't coming out. Yeah, nope, not coming out unless it's all the way in. And uh, well, yeah, Once that that was a bit awkward. So we had to I had to do a bit of a pit stop to readjust <laughs> uh, on the way up to the party in, um, in the elevator. And then Thankfully, there was, we got an elevator by itself. Yeah. Because you had to lift the dress up. Yeah. To get... With no underpants on. Yeah, to get to said butt plug. Mm. Mm. So there we go. That's, that's comedy hour complete now. Mm. So that was pretty hilarious. Um, but 
we went to a house went to this house party there were there were a few newbie couples there um we didn't end up playing that evening no um there were couples there that we enjoyed the company of um quite a few couples we enjoyed the company of actually yeah there was a i remember the newbie couple that we first spoke to as soon as we walked in he was an italian guy and i think she was filipino it was her very first very anything f- it, but definitely it was his first yeah, anything yeah. she had in the past i'm guessing in previous relationships yeah. maybe now we st- he was on the couch i sat down next to him um, and just said hello. He wasn't my type, but I'm being friendly. Hello, how are you doing? You know, what are you doing here? All the rest of it. It's like, hey, you know, have you come to the, have you come to a house party? Have you met all these guys before? And he said, no, first time. And I was like, yep, great. So so for us, same for us. And then um, and he's like, yeah, you know, we're just gonna see whether or not any of this is even interesting to us. And I thought, and that's when I realised mm. he meant first, 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 first. Yeah. Not even a date with another couple. No. Now, we were. I mean, we said to each other. That is ballsy. Yeah, I think so too. First ever, um, and the re- and it's the not because is if you don't know any better here in Sing, it's very tough to find where you get to learn to know any better. But it's think because about the worst struggles we're having as a, as an experienced swinger couple. Mm. The reason I say it was ballsy is because it's a, it's somebody's home. Yeah, this was not a hotel. This was not a club. He, this is the intimate. He did have a bit of a. He had a bit of a freak bit out. Bit of a flip out. But I will say that the host started later. I saw them out of the corner of my eye. I'm guessing the host was trying to ease them into it. I don't know. But I saw him kissing the wife and the husband just kind of standing idly, like standing there a little bit. Yeah. And I thought, wow, that's a big move for you guys already, you know, an hour into the party. I yeah. reckon an hour and 10 minutes they were at the door. Yeah, look, I'm, it's one of those things. It, it they obviously either got to their limit or whatever, but the, I mean they were gracious on leaving as well. They said they thanked us, thanked us for for helping them relax, and chatting to them. Yeah, certainly he did. He thanked you as well. But um, so that was there was a newbie couple there. How many people? Were, how many couples were there? Were you going to say probably fourteen? Yeah, about fourteen. Let's call it twelve. Twelve yeah, couples so and a couple of singles. Not, not a big event, but um, the the couple of single the the rest of the group that were there were. All interesting to chat to. Um, there, unfortunately, in some of the couples, there was that dissimilarity that I like to talk about where the ladies were attractive. Um, I shouldn't say... Let me step back. Not attractive. They looked after themselves. They put presented their best foot, whereas the men had not. Mm. Um, so that dissimilarity kills any chance of um, of us ending up with any of those those people. But there was a... There were a couple of single guys there. Yep. Um, one seemed like quite a nice guy, which you'll get to in a minute. The other guy was... Um, Drinking way too much. Maybe got a little bit too drunk and, and to the point where I actually had to um, remove his hand from it. There were a couple of unicorns there as well, but the unicorns actually weren't swingers. Yeah, They were just friends of the Host. hostess. So um, I actually had to remove his hand from one of those ladies' breasts. Mm. As soon as that happened, the host actually walked over and escorted him out of the building. I, yeah. I and I told him that he she wasn't comfortable with that and he should not do that again. So um, I stepped up and did the you know bouncer thing for a little bit there, but mm-hmm. uh, she thanked me for it and I got a kiss on the cheek on the way out. So obviously I did a a decent job of keeping making her feel safe. Actually, one of the things that constantly came up from them was, "You guys are so normal." Mm, I remember so them normal. saying that to me. Like, 
I said, what the fuck were you expecting? <laughs> well, she, it's funny because she said to me, you're so normal, but also I wouldn't do this, it's dirty. She said, you're dirty to Did me a couple of times. Me? Yeah, she also told me that um, there's no way she would get boobs like mine because hers are better. Oh, no, this is a diff- you're talking about the other girl. I'm talking about the taller yeah, yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. I'm su- I mean, if she said that, I'm surprised you didn't pimp hand her. Oh, people are allowed their opinions, whatever. Yeah, okay. I thought, well, to, to me, she was talking about being single and sleeping with a lot of different partners, and I yeah. thought, what's the difference, honey? Yeah. I, do, I, just, I just happen to do it with the man that I love. Yeah, that's right. And who I'm spending the rest of my life with. So um, after that, there was, uh, there was a, a young general, single, single man there that you were spending some time with. He was tall. He was tall. He was Irish, I think, right? Yes. Yeah, tall and Irish. And um, we were chatting just about travel, just about life, the universe, and everything. And You were getting a little splooshy. Yeah. Okay. And then... Um, you wanted to catch up with him again after we left. Yeah, so, I thought he was interesting. Yeah. And then... So that's a little splooshy. D <laughs> At one point, D was pretty much surrounded by the ladies. Now, this is not an uncommon situation because you do get along with females. You know, you're just generally quite easy to talk to. And also, and if females see other females talking to a person, they'll tend to walk over because it's like a safe zone. And also, they want to know what's going on. And... Ludicrously hot <laughs> and ludicrously sexy. That's me. Right? Actually, you were, you were the be- easily the best dressed man at the party. And ludicrously sexy. And ludicrously sexy. Right? I mean, it's a, it's a. I don't think people understand this curse. It's a cross that I bear every time I walk out in public. I need to carry a stick. You do? No. No. I Is don't. it a twig? It's a very small twig. <laughs> it's more like a. It's more like a toothpick. Sort huh. of toothpick. Che- actually, che- them, toothpicks give, are pretty sturdy. If I give them a prod. I was thinking more like a brittle, old, tiny, little, <laughs> tiny, tiny twig. <laughs> that if you touched it against anything, it kind of just shattered. Thank you, for, um, thank you for your vote of confidence, my darling. You are welcome. <laughs> so moving on. So you, you, had, you had some ladies around you. Yeah. And I think you had four ladies around you. Five. And everybody in the party, there was another little group chatting, including the hosts, were sort of making, and I was standing in their vicinity. Seven. That wasn't. It's interesting because you argued with me that night about the number. No, it wasn't. It's not so much the number that's the problem. It's the comment. And go. What was the comment? So everybody was laughing, saying, oh, look at D, you know, hang, he's got all the ladies, like the hosts and having their little group session. I was standing relatively close to them, so I could hear them talking about that, you know, God, he's a ladies' man, look at him. All the guys were like, oh, bull, this is bullshit, he's picking up all the women. Um, <laughs> and uh, oh, and then I think one of them were like, you know, I tried to go over there and talk, but then, like, nobody was paying attention to me. Little did they know we were talking about fucking knitting. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I was talking to the Irish guy, and we'd overheard that conversation, and then the Irish guy made comment to me like, Oh, you know, where's where's D? And I was like, well, this apartment's pretty small. He's just there. <laughs> um, and he was like, wow, he's got a lot of women around. I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, he's pretty like that. You know, a lot, lot of people like to chat to him. It's not uncommon. You know, he's always the life of the party. Lots of women always around him. And then he turned around and said to me, well, bom, bom, bom. he may have all of the women around him at the party, but there's only one that I want to be talking to and I'm standing right next to her. And cut off. He's totally cut off. Why? Because. The man tells the truth. You don't fucking understand. He was flirting with me. You just don't undermine. He was flirting with me. He's cut off. Bam. Bam. I think. think Don't care. Cut off. Yeah. Yep. Ridiculous. Veto. Ridiculous. 
He's cut off. So I, I told care. D this, and, and initially D was like, "Yeah, yeah, get his number, get his number. That sounds great." And then no, you I was didn't tell me that you told me that you were no. talking to him, you found him interesting, and I said, "Grab his number." Grab his. I'm, that's what I'm saying. And yeah. then I told you later, I'm like, "Hey, you know, actually, ha 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 ha." He said this Vito. while you while you were talking to all those women, Vito. and then you just got so furious. I was. You were so furious that you actually you know, went to bed angry. Do you know why? I think I think this is the first time in the lifestyle that anybody. Male or female has any has ever said anything harsh about me? And I, uh, you just had a person two days ago hey, say that you're ugly. Yeah, but that's no, no. She didn't say that. <laughs> the couple said that she she did not find me attractive. I have no problem with that. I know. I'm just I mean, playing. Shit. Some of the people that some of the people that are in movies that other men idolize, I find repugnant. Funny though, because our photos were up on that profile. They started chatting to us. They were chatting to us on the email offline. And then all of a sudden it's like we sent her a photo. Terrible they hadn't even photo. shared themselves. And they were like, nah. I just realized what was that, what, what the problem was. It was at Naughty New Orleans last year. And I think Jay was in the I background. Don't... <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, Jay. We think you're beautiful. So, um, yeah, I think, I think, Look, I have no problem with that. I have no problem with somebody just saying, look, when, you know, you're not our type. I, I, I actually respect that. And that's the response I gave that couple as well. I said, thank you very much for your honesty. Um, that, that's fine. Let's, uh, let's wish each other a good, a good, uh, good hunting, I think is what I said. Hmm. Good hunting in the future. You know, obviously we're not meant for each other. So that, that's fine. I have no problem with that. I have an issue when somebody undermines me. Like this guy mm. did, apparently. Like, well, yeah, like he did. So by flirting with me... Don't care. Veto. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why? Because he presented a bad image of me in front of you. Hmm. I have a problem with that. Even if he was pointing the truth. How was he pointing the Because he was saying, he's, you know, you're over there with all of these ladies, but I'm here, I'd rather talk to you. Yeah, but it was the way he presented that fact. <laughs> that I have a problem that with. That fact. That I have a problem with. Fact. Oh, man. Did I use it? Here's, this is what my old manager <laughs> used to say to me. Precision of language. Because you use a word like fact and now you're going to harp on that. Let me use another word. Veto. Veto, 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 veto. <laughs> anyway, so we're not going to catch up with that guy. Ever. Apparently again. he's vetoed. In I fact, if we ever see him again, he may get set on fire. That's true. <laughs> Don't say that. People people will email you. I know, and... because you said you were going to stab somebody in the jugular and we got like 40 emails trying to calm you down. It was a joke. <laughs> it was a joke, Pete. So can, pe- can the, the um, people please stop spontaneously sending us money for therapy? <laughs> I'm okay. But uh, so now we have another hotel get-together. Well, that was this a house. Was this is a hotel. House. Yeah, sorry. Uh, this is a suite. A suite? Yeah. Um. And this is a, a group, actually one of the couples was from this other meetup, but this is a group that is kind of formed through people messaging each other. It's not really, how else is it formed? People haven't just been like randomly. It's all from SDC. Yeah, but. They all have SDC profiles. Yeah, but is it selective people that they've. No, they've met people, different people from SDC and they're now That's getting what I'm saying. Together. So it's not just a random message out to people saying, hey, we're having a party this Friday. No. This message has come from knowing or meeting somebody else yes. and then them inviting Correct. you, i.e. the underground swingers yes. type, type groups. Yes, it's, it's sort of just, I mean, we're still talking topsoil though. 
Like it's not any deeper yeah. than topsoil. Well, from from the Canadian couples' um, explanation well, of why the are they peop- now called the Canadian couples. Sorry, you from mentioned? the from the maples, maple syrups. Um, <laughs> the maple syrups are going to hate us if they ever if they ever hear what we've called them. From from their um, experience and why are you looking up and down at me in the microphone? That's no weird. Um, from the way that they described the people in the group that are in the under under underground yes this is scratching the surface yeah it's just a different that's just a different grouping mm. yeah so um we'll keep we'll keep hunting but this next event you, you've been talking to them you've been chatting to this group so you might want to kind of run into a little bit about it and i guess we can podcast about it after it all happens yeah i think that's probably the best way to do this i mean we're sort of throwing a precursor at this without really knowing what the hell's going to go all right. on okay that's but good party friday hotel party, friday hotel um Ten, Eight couples? Ten couples in total. Okay. One of which we invited mm-hmm. along with us because there are a couple that's here for the weekend that wanted to catch up with us. And we, we haven't met them before, so we thought we'd just kill two birds one stone and invite them to the party. But we have been talking to them for quite a long time. Mm. We're, we're going we're gonna to do drinks and dinner before we yeah, get to absolutely. the party. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll have a catch-up, and that will be an interesting topic for us to discuss come uh, next podcast. But they wouldn't let our single man come. No. They wouldn't let Peppy along. And one of the guys put it out to the group and he said, I've got no problem with it. Why don't I put it out to the rest of the people attending on the group chat and we'll see what everybody thinks. And one guy said, no, nah, don't like it, um, you know, because sometimes they're all over the other people. And then another guy said, yeah, I find it men, single men make them feel uncomfortable. But then, hey, if anyone has a single female, bring them along. So, um, I mean, what you've just portrayed is every single swinging event in the history of swinging events so i cannot wait to i cannot wait to meet that first man that was like no you just you've got to let it go no yeah i can't wait to catching up with him on saturday i have no sexual interest in him so it's fine i've i've you know no sexual interest but that's because it it wouldn't matter he could be fucking tom cruise he said that out loud you're like you're dead to me (laughs) 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 only my only my husband can veto other men you've got no option what he, he vetoed peppy oh okay sorry i thought that was pretty a no, pretty clear connection no, it was, a lot of that conversation had happened in your head i think it did too <laughs> upon reflection now so um that's basically us for tonight we are catching up with peppy again on saturday saturday mm-hmm. night big which weekend will be, which will be cool peppy listened to his podcast he did listen to the I'm podcast hoping, i'm hoping that he'll listen to this one he 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 was he said he was blushing. He was. We are going to get him on our podcast. We're going to try well. to. Yeah, we've got to ply him with um with fine red a uh, fine French red to to get him the courage up. So that that's a good idea. It. Actually, I might put that on the shopping list. Fine, nice fine French red. Yep. Okay, sweet. I mean, what are we, Oprah? Yeah. Didn't you realize? <laughs> I thought I looked different this we're morning Oprah, in the mirror. We're Oprah rich, like. <laughs> Red wine for you, red wine for you. Everybody gets red wine. Everyone gets a fine burgundy. (laughs) Burgundy's not a red wine. Could be. Awkward. Yeah. Anyway. So, that's us. Um, us. Thanks for listening and and thanks for hanging in there through some random topics all combined together. Um, Smooshed. If you have any comments or questions about sex drive thoughts topics actually even if you've kind of been going through this or have been through it please send us an email c and d at swingingdownunder.com um 
we'd love to talk a little bit about it, especially on our next podcast. Maybe if you've got some stories to share, please. And also, if you um, don't want me to read it, because I know there's still a lot of people out there that find this subject quite difficult, um, then just send or it me. to C. Yeah, so you yeah. can send it to either C at swingingdownunder.com or D at swingingdownunder.com if you want to yeah, talk to either you, of us separately. Yeah, because uh, we understand that this is a topic that's that's hard to cover for a lot of people, um, including us. So um, It wasn't yeah. as embarrassing as the Desire Thrush sex incident mm-hmm. of yeah. 2016. Yeah. <laughs> I'm probably going to be 99 on my deathbed and I'll be like, I still th- regret that. Thrush! <laughs> yep. But going to Desire in the first place, I regret nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we're going to say goodnight. Uh, this is C. And this is D. And this is Swinging Down Under. <laughs> <laughs>